a Notion expert, a social media manager, a podcast producer, a virtual assistant, a Facebook ad specialist, a WordPress designer, a virtual expert, an online community manager, and a podcaster. These were the roles that we featured this season, and today, before we move on, I wanted to take a moment to reflect on what we can take away from Season 4. My name is Lou Blazer. You're listening to Second Breaks. This is Episode 144. Hello, hello, my friend. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Second Breaks, a show where we talk about the many different ways that we can thrive in our careers, no matter if it's our second, third, or fourth one. Now, 10 episodes ago, we started this series of conversations around new careers, new jobs that have become real opportunities in the last few years or in the last decade. We highlighted roles that were made possible by advanced technologies or are now needed or have become popular because of the changing marketplace. There were a number of questions that I asked of all the guests this season. What were their initial expectations about the work and how have those expectations evolved over time? How they wanted to see themselves growing in the role in the next two to three years? What their advice would be for the person who wants to get into their line of work or industry? And because we recorded these conversations in the summer of the pandemic, I also asked them what they were looking forward to the most. As the series comes to an end, I wanted to take a moment here to reflect on my key takeaways from these conversations. What surprised me? What struck a chord? What assumptions may have been confirmed or changed? What am I taking away from these conversations? So in this episode, I want to share with you my takeaways insights from the guests that struck a chord for me personally, and ideas that I think applies no matter what role you may be interested in pursuing. So that's what's coming up. A year ago, Marie Poulin started sharing what she knew about this new app called Notion. Little did she know that in no time, she would become a recognized Notion expert and that this would be the start of a new career direction. That's how season four began. I specifically chose Marie Poulin's story to get us started because Marie's attitude as she pursued her new role was worth taking note of. Marie did not intentionally seek out the role. But she was quick to see the emerging possibilities. She carved a path for herself by taking a chance and not waiting for permission. And she went with the flow and seized the opportunities as they presented themselves. Now, I've interviewed many people on the show, and I think Marie's story is one of those that really demonstrate how it is to take a chance, even when there's no clear path or no blueprint to follow which is something that we're going to need to get comfortable with if we're ever going to pursue any of the newly created roles and if we're going to be a trailblazer to some degree and go for something that, by definition, doesn't have blueprint yet to follow. And a few people said, you really got to double down on this. Like you are the first to market your, and people seem really excited and their their user base is so huge. It could open up so many opportunities. And I thought, what would be the harm in trying it for a chapter? Like, let's see what the next six months, year, like what would happen if I went all in on it? And I just thought it's an experiment. Let's try it. Could I teach this? Could I make a course around it? What would be possible? I mean, I don't think I could have 
predicted what it was going to look like initially. I just thought, okay, I'll make a course, I'll make a product. I didn't expect it to take over in terms of like becoming the majority of where my revenue comes in from. Now, the one thing that I didn't hear from the guests was that they had to first go back to school as a prerequisite to get started. It didn't mean that there wasn't a need to acquire new skills. It was more that they didn't have to enroll in a traditional program in school or to get a degree or finish a certification program, which is how we would have normally gone about things, if you think about it, right, years ago. Instead, what I heard over and over is that they learned experientially in the process of doing the thing in smaller increments and just in time. Initially, it was just something I was doing for my own entertainment. The first WordPress uh, site that I built came out of an interest that my husband and I had in possibly retiring overseas. And being a writer, when I'm exploring ideas for myself, I, I write about them. And I thought, well, I could put together a WordPress site and I can write about what I'm thinking about and maybe somebody will be interested and if nobody is, that's okay. And uh, and I can kind of work out my ideas this way and also learn WordPress this way. When I was growing up, you know, my friends and I would like play computer football games and we'd sit there and like announce the games, you know, just like do silly stuff like that. So I've kind of always liked that kind of thing. But I didn't have any experience with it. But I had kind of heard about podcasts. And I was like, well, shoot, you know, we've got this sports site. Let me just try some different stuff. And I think the first the first ones that I did were like fantasy football shows where I was giving fantasy mm. football advice. And then I would do these things I called quick casts where I would just do like a little short, like, you know, 300 word essay and then, you know, read it on the podcast, things like that. Then I, you know, I got into doing some interviews and it was all just kind of practice. I didn't, I, I thought maybe let's see if this connects with the audience here and it'll be just a new type of content. But it wasn't really anything besides a, kind of an experiment. Those early ones were really just kind of about trying something new and this, this kind of new medium that was out there, just trying to see what it was about really and learning on the fly by doing it. Earlier in my career, I worked in hospitality. I worked at the Marriott as a manager of a spa. And they needed someone to manage the hotel's social media accounts. Um, they were thinking about bringing in this agency and they were like, why don't we keep it in house? And so it kind of naturally evolved uh, at that time is like, we just started a Facebook page and we need someone to post pictures of like the spa and the restaurant and our sales and the things that are happening here at the hotel. And so it follows that the most common advice that I heard from them, the advice to that person who's interested in pursuing these newer roles, is to just jump in and try things out. Nobody said, make a full-on commitment or make a huge investment or go all in. Instead, they all suggested different ways of dipping our toes in the water so that we can see for ourselves what the work is about test out or confirm our level of interest and just experience the thing that we say we want to do. There are communities about community management. There are companies out there that are doing that. So you have like Mighty Networks, there's CMX with David Spinks, who's a huge community leader. They have a Facebook group and then they have a higher level kind of pro um, private community, um, vanilla forums is another one. So I would start and uh, start researching who's out there doing it, getting involved, sign up for their newsletters, 
um, to get in, in any of the communities that you could get into just to sort of learn more about the industry um, and join communities and observe. Now you can join communities that are about community management or just join communities that, that uh, revolve around your interests and take note of how do they onboard people? How do they welcome you in? How did you feel in that process? How would you want someone to feel? What seemed missing to you? What seemed present for you? Because that's what I did when I first started this and was just getting involved. You can have this perspective of what podcasting is about. And you're really not going to have a really good feeling for it until you're involved with it and to find out what it actually is. And so I would say, listen to a massive amount of podcasts, diversify, you know, find out what you like, what you don't like. And then I would, I would get into anything you can do to develop that knowledge of what all the moving parts are, I think would benefit. You know, we all have at our disposal consumer level, you know, editing software. We have GarageBand. We have a microphone on our on our earbuds that sounds like crap. Um I'd say get in, make mistakes. Just do it and feel it out. My conversation with Janice Dallager in episode 140 reminded me how important it is to remember the reason we got started on our path to begin with. That sometimes in the pursuit of growth or what's next, it's easy to forget our initial motivations and goals. And then, before we know it, we'll have created something we no longer enjoyed. Janice knew why she chose to do the work of a virtual assistant. She wanted to work in a way that allowed her the time she wants to spend with the family, that aligned with how she wants to be as a mother. And she always kept that vision front and center in all her decisions about how to move forward in her career. Being a VA has taught me, especially because it's work from home, it's probably been the greatest teacher for me in healthy boundaries. Setting them up, first of all, recognizing what isn't working, setting it up the way I want it to, and then enforcing it. Um, And especially because if you're working from home, um, so space boundaries, work boundaries with the family, (laughs) um, as well as work boundaries with your clients. Now, that's one of the things you want to be aware of, especially if that's important to you. Um, Like, we don't take on-call work because um, it doesn't It doesn't work for my lifestyle. It doesn't work for my team's lifestyle either. The one thing I can say about VA is because there's such a range of expectations around VA work. Um, If you want to be on call, you can be on call. If you don't want to be on call, then don't, don't answer those gigs. On the question of growth and moving forward, I found it interesting that there wasn't one consistent theme. They each looked at their growth aspirations differently, focusing on what's most important to them. But I want to share this one clip from Jared Morris in episode 143 that really struck a chord for me personally. And while he's talking specifically about growing in his role as a podcaster, I think this idea of making something bigger than ourselves, creating a body of work that can leave an imprint long after we're done doing the work itself, I think that's definitely something to strive for. Yeah, I want to keep hosting shows because I love it. Like getting behind the microphone 
It's fun. You know, when that green light goes on on the computer, you know, whether you're, you know, whether you're broadcasting it live or like we're doing it right now, you know, we're recording and then it'll be broadcast later. There's something so fun about that. Like, it's just, it's a, it's a really energizing feeling, but I like going beyond that and making sure that, you know, these episodes, whatever we're talking about, yeah, the subject of what we're talking about right now is important, but what's even more important is what do people do with it and how do people connect afterwards? And are we, you know, building something that's bigger than ourselves? You know, that's, I would love for every podcast that I ever build for me at some point to be able to walk away from it and it still be able to live on because now, you know, the idea and the community is there and it's bigger than just the person that was behind the microphone. I, I want to see myself as, you know, leading a conversation, but not dominating it and not being the only voice that's important. Wrapping up this wrap up is a bit of a challenge, to be honest. There were many insights from the guests to choose from, and I didn't want this episode to go on and on and just to be like a recap of everything that was said. But I will share this one from Andrea Jones. She was talking about getting into the social media industry. But I think what she says applies no matter what it is that we're looking to pursue. And lastly, I'll say one of the things I I teach to my mentees is to just be excited and interested um, in in what you're doing. Um, I think that that is a necessary way to get business or even to join a team as this role. Um, Because even if you're inexperienced, that sort of passion is actually hard to find. Um, And so a lot of people will want to work with you if you can show them that you're interested in what they have to offer. This wraps up season four. You can find the full transcript and the links to the individual episodes in this series at secondbreaks.com forward slash podcast. Now, while you're there, make sure to sign up for Briefing Notes, a digital publication that comes out every Sunday for you, the experienced, hardworking professional who just wants to stay on top of things, make sense of the changing workplace, and stay relevant no matter what. So make sure to subscribe for free and uh, you'll get the next edition in your inbox. I want to thank all my guests this season for their time and graciousness in sharing their experience and insights with us. And if you learned anything from them, if you enjoyed any of the episodes this season, please share it with your friends. Tell them about a particular episode that you liked or that you listen to this podcast regularly. They're going to thank you for it. And so will I, as it helps tremendously when you spread the word. Now, the podcast will be officially on hiatus for a few weeks as I develop the next season, but I'll be back every couple of weeks or so with some in-between bonus episodes. Cool beans? Now, if you haven't yet, now is a good time to hit subscribe so you don't miss the return and to catch those bonus in-between episodes as well. Okie dokie. Stay safe, stay positive, and keep on making your dent, my friend. Cool beans. Cool beans.